You're very welcome back to this week and we're joined now in studio by the leader of Aintu, Padar Tobin. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Now, you might have heard earlier in the programme, Taoiseach Leo Varadkar said in relation to immigration policy that we need a fair and firm immigration policy. What do you think that should look like? Yeah, well, absolutely. We, we believe that we need to make sure that we provide um, shelter to people who need it, uh, first and foremost. That's critical in, in any process. But I do think that the government's policy is creating difficulties and division uh, in truth. Uh, and one of the reasons, uh, you know, there's a lack of uh, consultation, for example, with communities. Um, and that's creating difficulties. Communities should have a say over what happens in, in their own area. And the government should be communicating with people and letting people know what's happening. You've got to treat people like adults for a start here. And, you know, the, you can't keep people in the dark in relation to what's happening in their community. Another major difficulty that we have with the government process, and Leo said that it should take six weeks for the process of applications to proceed. It's taken 80 weeks currently on average, according to a parliamentary question that I received. There's about um, 3,000 people who are waiting for for three years for their application to be processed. And right now we have 14,000 applications in the pipeline that have yet to be processed. And that's a major difficulty because, you know, we're not helping those who need it and also we're not being able to differentiate between those who need it and those who don't sure, need it. Sure, and you have distinguished yourself between real refugees mm. and economic migrants. Given that we are obliged to take asylum seekers, how and where would you make that distinction? Yeah, well, I think if a person's coming from a country where there is a war, where there's violence or where there's famine, uh, that should be the distinction. That's where we need to give help. I did. We, we've been making that distinction, you know, for a long period of time. It's significant, I think, that the government have made a pivot on that issue in just the week, uh, in the last week. And I think that pivot has happened because of the poll that they've seen. But we shouldn't have government by opinion polls. We should have governments standing up for what's right and what's common sense as well. Mm. So when we're under pressure, when we don't have you know, space uh, to, you know, for people to be accommodated in, we should be able to say that if a person is an economic migrant, we can't help them at this moment in time. Yet only 160 migrants have been deported or deportation orders issued this year. And we also heard from the Taoiseach that it's, it's even difficult to enforce those because the countries are slow to take people back. But that's not a big number. So wh- when you talk about dividing between uh, those who have a right to be here and those who don't, are you not yourself creating a division which then feeds into the the, the unrest and, and the upset that we're seeing on the ground here. No, now. because I think actually that most people, 90% of people are, are, will be happy to see a proper functioning system. It's where they see the system breaking down that they get worried. I think it's absolutely stunning that the, when the Taoiseach was asked how many people were deported, he said, well, I'm not actually sure because we don't actually record that information. Like That is an incredible gap in any process. And also last year, 5,000 people came to the state either on false documents or without any documentation at all. Well, we, now, did, we did hear last week on this programme from Katie Mannion with the, the, the Refugee Council uh, that, that many people coming from Afghanistan, for instance, they, they, they never had passports and they have no way of getting passports. So, sure. so not everybody is tearing no, up No, no, and, and I do agree with that. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that 5,000 are all one block of people who are, you know, uh, you know not uh, refugees. But I'm saying that we have a system here that the Netherlands has fewer people going to that country in terms of um, uh, uh, false documentation or no documentation than we do. So we even just drop them outside the country before they get here? Well, if a person hasn't got a... Uh, if, if a person has a passport to get on, onto a plane, 
but doesn't seem to have the travel documents when the person arrives. That's a difficulty. And I welcome the fact that the Gardaí are going to airports okay. now uh, to, to check that. That's really important. You've criticised the government's handling of medical cardholders in private nursing homes. Do you agree with fellow opposition leaders like Ivana Bacic that the Attorney General's role needs to be changed here to better represent the people and not just the government? Well, when I heard that, it made me smile, to be honest, because, you know, we do have people on cabinet at the Cabinet to represent the people. They're called ministers, you know, and the Labour Party had, you know, uh, Eamon Gilmore and they had uh, Brendan Howland at Cabinet during this process. Why were they not uh, tasked with actually representing the people? It's absolutely bananas that, you know... Uh, we have the establishment parties continuously saying that we need to reform the system to make the system work. The political parties need to reform themselves to make the system so work. So not the agen- not the attorney general, you know, the political parties. If, if, if we like, if if the go- the governments and the parties need to be able to represent people, the decision that was made to you know fight the most vulnerable, people who are older, people with disabilities, to the bitter end, keeping court cases going on for years. That was a political decision made by our ministers, not by any AG. Do you want to redress for the, those people at this point? Or, as the Taoiseach said, would we be better putting the money into today's elderly and tomorrow's elderly in well, terms of better facilities for them? First of all, that redress would have happened if those people were able to, to create the political pressure to make it happen. Mm, what have, should happen now? W- w- absolutely. The government took that money from people. They either, they either didn't pay them when they should have or they didn't pay for their... Uh, accommodation in a nursing home when they should have. So the government took that money off those people and they should re- they should offer redress to those people. You know, you know, it is absolutely wrong that those who suffer the most under that that political philosophy, and that's why it happened, there was purely a political philosophy that forced this, were the most vulnerable, were the people who were least likely to be able to fight for themselves. And that's one of the difficulties that we have with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael and Labour and governments. Right. That, that is their natural instinct. But use the money now for redress rather than building up the system and, and, and a statutory, First statutory of all, they, nursing care programme. Uh, don't get me wrong, we, we do need to build up the system. The, the government made a €5 billion Euro surplus last year on, in, in terms of the, of the budget of this country. They have put money into the rainy day fund this year. So we, we can do all? Well, we, 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 we can invest uh, in the, the public services uh, in, in the country at the moment and do it in a physically responsible fashion. And, and that's what we should do. It is absolutely, it is so sad. And, and you know what? The major issue here is the government's policy hasn't changed at all. So 44 people are now going to court currently to try to get justice for their families who lost their lives as a result of what happened in the nursing home during the COVID crisis. We've, we received a parliamentary question this week which showed that now we have people who lost loved ones in the nursing homes during COVID are now in battle with the government uh, legally and those people are going to go through exactly the same combative, aggressive legal process that is at the heart of this government. Now, into reached 4% in some polls recently. How will you translate that support into more doll seats for the party? We're delighted that we've grown so much in, in such a short period of time. If you look at it, in, within 13 months of our existence, we actually outpolled people before profit in, in the 2020 election. Even in the north of Ireland now, we're polling at 4% in nationalist areas. It's actually incredible that this movement, this new movement, mm. without how, any How many political, TDs would you like to see? Well, I'd love, I, 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 I'd love to see at least uh, three or four TDs elected for into in the next election. But we will be okay. giving people in every single constituency an opportunity to vote for a real alternative Patrick in the next Tubbing election. Patrick Tobin from Intu, thank you very much for coming in to us today.